Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Business of Music podcast, where we teach you everything you need to know about owning and growing a music business. My name is Elliot Towsley, and my business partner, James Landry, and I are your hosts. Shoot us an email to contact at denovoagency.com so we can answer your questions on our next podcast. And to learn even more, subscribe to our YouTube channel and sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Business of Music podcast. I think now this is the 40th episode of the Business of Music podcast. Last time, I think I was jumping the gun. But um, today, we are going to talk about something that we think artists, many artists at this level, are simply skipping. And we don't think that it's a conscious decision. I think many artists are not aware of the first step, and they're jumping it. The first step in order of, I've got this music, I need to build an audience, now what? There's a little pun I didn't get it. What was it? You said they're not aware. Ah, ah, yes. Ah. They're not aware <laughs> of the fact. Let, let's start it this way. Artists, oftentimes we hear artists who say, I just got to find my fans. You know, I just got to find the right people. I got to find people who care. And they're skipping the step of creating the people who care. No one cares. Nobody, the hard truth, no one cares about you. No one knows who you are. No one knows your music. No one cares about you. How could you have a ton of fans if people don't know who you are? And I'm not talking like, you know, the hundred people in your city who might know you make music. But in terms of like the next level, getting an actual audience, getting an actual fan base, everyone is out looking for their fans. I just got to find the right people who care. I got to find the fans. I got to find the people who like my kind of music. And it's like you're chasing your tail in a circle because those people don't exist. There are no people who care about you. There are no people who will hear your song one time and automatically love you. The step that artists at the beginning are skipping, and it seems so simple, but they're skipping it. It's creating awareness. There are 60,000 songs uploaded on Spotify every single day. You're competing not only with those every single day, but every. it's so easy to make music now. There are so many artists. There are so many things for people to pay attention to. They don't know you exist. So, of course, they can't care about you. They, they're not, your fans are not hidden somewhere. You need to create fans. You need to create people who care. You need to create awareness. And that is the step that everyone is skipping. James, what are some of the examples or some of the things you are seeing with clients that it's, it's like they're putting the cart before the horse? What are some good examples? Yeah, I mean, it's, I'd say the first thing people always say to us, me, you, anyone, if you talk to an artist is, I just need money or it's the marketing. It's not the music. Um, and to a certain extent, they're right. It is the marketing. It's not the music. It is the marketing plan is not correct. Your marketing plan, often artists go straight into a marketing plan of I'm going to release music every day or every week. That's not a marketing plan. That's not getting people to listen to your music. That's not making people realize you exist. Um, or they just rely on playlisting. 
they do playlisting and they release a, a song every week or every two weeks. And they say, that's my marketing plan. Just giving content. The music's so good, they'll hear it. Um, and that's not the case. We know that. I mean, 60,000 songs are uploaded every day to Spotify. So if you think just uploading one of those 60,000 songs is enough to get your music heard, you're wrong. You need people to give you that chance. And people don't give chances until they actually have seen you many times. Meaning, great, congratulations. You got on Discover Weekly. You are doing playlisting. That's excellent. But if the people you got in front of on Discover Weekly have never seen you before, never heard of your name before, the odds of them clicking on your song are slim to none. Even your release radar, if you think personally about yourself, if you go on release radar on Friday, you're going to see artists you know, and then you're going to see artists you don't know. And most people, what they do is listen to the artists they know, and they leave the playlist. And even if the artist they know is after the first list of songs, like 10 songs, they probably aren't even going to scroll down. They're just going to move on. So there's a huge battle on just getting people to give you that chance. I believe the study before had said that it takes about 30 touches for someone to give your brand a chance on average, buying something, watching a movie, watching a show, something like that. The same goes for music. If these people haven't seen you on Facebook and Instagram, if they haven't seen you on many places, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, they're not going to actually listen to the song because they haven't been shown your name, your image enough times to care. They don't care about you when you're competing with everyone else. Every day, people only have so long to listen to music. They only have so much time to listen to music. Um, Yes, there is time where they're listening and not paying attention to. So if you want to actually get in front of people and have them care what they're about to listen to, you need to make it so that they've seen your name and purposely give you a chance. Not just give you a chance because you showed up in front of my playlist while they were doing work or at the gym. You need them to click on your name and be invested. Um, I think the number one thing to actually answer your question, I think the number one thing people say to us all the time is, I ran ads, but the cost per click was too high. People weren't giving, they weren't clicking on the ad. And they're forgetting that they need to run the ad so that people even realize they exist. And they're not going to click on the ad at first. They're not, they may never click on the ad. I don't click on ads. You don't click on ads. It takes a lot to click on an ad. It usually takes word of mouth from someone else to tell you to click on it or Apple listening into your conversations. So if, you're running ads on Instagram and those clicks aren't coming through. That's okay. You need to run those ads so that people know you exist so that when they're looking for music later on, or you show up on their discover weekly or release radar, then they'll click on your music. That click at that point isn't going to be tracked from the ad, but without that ad, you have to realize those clicks aren't ever going to come. Yeah. And well, I mean, you're right. It's really hard to count to to directly verify conversions when you're running ads like that. But I think that's a perfect macro example of I'm, I'm sure on Discover Weekly, like there are people who listen to it on Shuffle and they'll listen to the whole thing. There are people who might like your album cover here and there. But on a general level, James is right. People listen to what they know they like. If I like Drake or Elton John, whoever I like, and I see a new song from him on my release radar, which one do you think I'm going to click? Oh, I've never heard of this guy. Let's try this one first. No. People 
are drawn to what they already know, what seems familiar. If somebody is opening up their Discover Weekly and they have never, they maybe they've seen your ad a handful of times, they've never clicked on it, they don't, they couldn't pick you out of a crowd. But for some reason, when your song ends up on their Discover Weekly, they might recognize you. They might not know why, but instead of you being completely unknown, you might have went from having a 0% chance to a 50-50 chance that they intent, they have intent behind picking you, not randomly. Um, it's really hard to count that conversion, especially it's also really hard to run an ad and get anyone to say, oh, great idea. Let me now, instead of like hitting the link, say like if you're running a, an ad on Facebook and the, the link is to Spotify, but somebody has Apple Music. Do you know how, how hard it is to get someone to say, oh, great ad. Let me by myself, close this, open a second app, remember your name and how to spell it, put it in Apple Music and select the song that I want. Good luck. If you, the only time people take it upon themselves to look you up, to look up your music video, to find your account on Instagram, to look you up on Twitter, to look up your album, when the only time someone will take it upon themselves to do it and search for you is when they already care. Either they care to learn more about you because somebody told them something about you. You're in a trending local topic on Twitter and people say, who's this person? They would look you up. The ad perhaps can convince them to look you up. But the first step in all of this is creating awareness. We talk about this all the time. Think of your music business as like a new clothing store. If you have a store and it's around the corner from some busy street and no one knows that the street, it's a new street and no one knows it's there, having a new shirt is not going to solve the problem. Oh, you don't know where my location is? I've got new sweatpants this time. Okay, next week I've got new, shoe, new shoes. Oh, you still don't know where to come buy them even if you wanted to. Oops. So the, the first step is not having a bunch of cool new products. It's getting people to realize that you are a company or a business at all in the first place. Because then, let's stick with the apparel example. Even once you get someone to like, acknowledge that you exist, then they start shopping and comparing you to what they already know. And then it's a whole nother second phase. Like it's the answer to your problems is not releasing new music and hoping that the right people find you. There are no right people. There are no people who care about you. You do not have many or any fans. You need to create them. Yeah, we always hear, I have to find my fans, right? I just gotta find my fan base. I, I just have to target correctly. Yeah, there is targeting involved when you have the ideal demographics of your fan base. Uh, but you won't know what your fan base is until you get people to give you a chance and actually listen to your music. They're not going to just appear. They may listen, not like your music too. Just because you're running ads doesn't mean they finally click and will like the music. Growing right. a fan base is one by one. It takes time. Over time, it, it does grow exponentially. It's a word of mouth and everything else. It's, but it's not going to go from zero to a hundred from today or tomorrow it's gonna be one fan probably maybe two maybe you'll get to a third maybe they'll tell someone they'll give you a chance they won't like it 
Because if you think about it, it's not just because they listen to you doesn't mean they're going to like it. Even if it's perfect, there's people out there that don't like the Beatles. There's people that don't like the Rolling Stones, Drake, Eminem, you name it. There's someone out there that doesn't like them. So even if they fit your demographic doesn't mean they're going to guarantee you like it. So it's not finding people. It's getting people to give you a chance and it's consistent exposure to those people who have given you a chance. All of us, I'm sure, can think back to a song that was on the radio that we did not like at all when it first came out. That became a song that we liked because consistent exposure to something and familiarity is what makes a fan. And that's what radio is successful. It, even if you don't like it, you were stuck listening to the radio growing up and you sat there listening to it, listening to it, listening to it. Yeah, you can skip a station, but almost always it would be on that station too. So... If you can get in front of people, even if you hit them with an ad and they give you a chance and they only listened once, hit them with another ad, give them another song, get in front of them again, consistently get in front of these people. Because yeah, cool. You've got seven listeners on Discover Weekly and they listen 14 times. Cool. That's great. Now what are you going to do? If they're not aware that you have other music, if they're not aware that you're an actual business, you don't just have this one song. I don't know what you're going to do. You're just going to hope that they keep listening to that song forever. Um, you have to show them that other people care about you too, because sadly that's what humans care about. They want to be accepted. They want to be in with everyone else. They want to be doing the same thing as everyone else. And they want to feel like they're involved. They're not on the edge. Very few people want to be until you make it big. Very few people want to admit that they're the first ones that found you. Once you make it big, everyone's going to say they found you early. Mm-hmm. It's just normal. That's why Spotify does this yearly wrap up. You last year, I think they told me I listened to Big Sean before everyone else. I didn't know that. Back when I was listening to Big Sean to begin with, it wasn't like I was going around bragging to people because no one cared. I'm sure no one. If no one knew about him, it doesn't matter to people. He's still advertising too. If that's another thing we should probably touch on here. Just the other day, I think Joyner Lucas was advertising with Jake Cole about their new song. Most people know who Joyner Lucas are, is and even more know who J. Cole is. But if you don't advertise and tell them you have a new song, then just releasing a song by Joyner Lucas isn't going to do as well as that consistent exposure to tell everyone that you have that song. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, think I mean, where, I'm sorry. I think that's where independent artists mess up. Go ahead. But I was going to say, like, this is a great example because I am a fan of J. Cole I am aware of Joyner Lucas. I like some of his songs. I wouldn't call myself a big fan. I think I wouldn't say that I know enough of his songs to say that I was a fan, but I do like his style. But this is a great example of one. Not only are they big and mainstream and they realize that they're competing for the same attention that you are from these listeners, they're going after the same listeners. So keep that in mind. If they're advertising, I wonder if you should be too. Um, But also, this is a great example of I am already a fan of J. Cole. I look him up from time to time to make sure I'm staying aware. But like when I saw his ad, I was like, ooh, click. Because of one, I already cared. But two, now I'm aware of a new song. I didn't they didn't have to wait for me to look it up on my own. Maybe this ad hit me. Granted, I was already aware of these artists. I already cared about them. But this is the idea. See? Once, oh, if you found someone and they liked a song or a music video of yours, and in three months when you have a new song, they see the video or an ad from you and they go, wow, I remember this guy. I liked his first song. 
how much more likely do you think they are to click that ad versus had never seeing you before? Even a um, step behind that. Did yeah. you click on the ad or did you just go find it and listen oh, to it? Yeah, that's the probably just point, actually and yep. found it and listened to it. You're not going to click on the ad. And <laughs> most people and just that doesn't don't. count. And on the analytics of Joyner Lucas's Google ads or uh, Facebook yeah. ads, that me does not count as a conversion. Um, exactly. It's really hard. And they know that going into these kind of ads, like mm -hmm. it was a segment of the music video. He wasn't running it to get an ad, a, a view on YouTube. Like maybe that, that would be a great bonus, but it's pure awareness to get people like us talking about it on their podcasts now. Mm -hmm. And this is a great example. And like, think about it, like big cities, it, you see Taylor Swift has billboards, Harry Styles, like, the Rolling Stones are on tour. They, they have billboards. Like They're not just relying on, oh, well, we posted it on Facebook, and now our fans will magically do all the work for us. I wish that was the case. I well, think maybe the if there this, were... Right? Yeah. Even if their fans did listen to it, great. They're not going to gain new listeners if you're not running ads. So cool. Maybe you do have 50 people that support you and buy tickets every time you do a show. That's all you're going to continue to have if no one else finds out you exist. Or mm -hmm. the same with Harry Styles or anyone. And I think a lot of it, like you said, certain people might see that billboard one time and be like, I, I'm, I'm in. Let me go check it out. Some people are going to need to drive by that billboard twice a day, every day for eight months. And then finally they say, you know what, Harry fucking Styles, you got it. Here you go. I'm going to check out your album. And some people will... Like <laughs> think about yeah. let's not talk music for a second think about billboards again you know personal injury attorneys how often do you drive by a billboard that says auto accident call not even call just a phone mm -hmm. number and it's like some guy's yeah. picture right charlie williams cool you can see that <laughs> like some every old day. Fat white guy <laughs> exactly you can see that every day but ultimately it won't matter until you're in a car accident you can see someone's ad for music every day but those ads won't matter until they're looking for new music it's the same thing here. We're not, your, your awareness doesn't actually have to directly result in a click. It doesn't have to directly result in a stream. You just have to realize that over time, the exposure, it will work, just takes time. And even when they do listen, it doesn't mean they're going to like it, like I said before, but you will get them to listen over time. If you're running ads for $2 a day or buying a billboard in your local city, because why not? It might be cheaper. And you just have a billboard with your face on it and says, listen to me now on Spotify. You can't track those clicks at all. You also can't track how many times those people drive by that billboard. You can do some math and take an estimated guess. But eventually you didn't buy the billboard because you knew it would guarantee results off the billboard. It would help you when the people are in the mood or in the situation that that your billboard is a call to action for. Yep. Yeah, I think a lot of artists are missing that first step of raising awareness. Step two is like hitting them again and again, meaning the group, your audience, maybe not, oh, we got to get hit, hit Matt in Wisconsin with an ad every, again and again and again. Think more of the group. Your audience is a group. And it might be good to say, hey, you know, generally I think my audience is a guy like this or a girl like that. And then it can kind of help you figure out who your customer is. Um, but 
artists are unknowingly missing the step or or hoping the, the see from the artistic point of view right when you're the musician like you so believe in your music that you think that it's special so special that it doesn't need anything other than to be itself to like spread around and unfortunately that's just not true and you said something earlier here james you said artists often say you know people my music's great i just need them to hear it you need to get them to want to hear it because even if it's oh sweet i hijacked sirius xm today and i played everyone my song just getting a million, 10 million people to hear your song once isn't necessarily going to change your business. If that TikTok, <laughs> right. And I think it's tough. I think a lot of artists, because the way they say things reflects how they think and reflects their plan of attack. And so often we hear artists say, I just got to find the right people. My music is so great. I just got to get people to hear it. You're missing a step. You've got to get them to realize you are a musician and you exist on planet Earth amongst the sea of other musicians that they could choose to listen to at any given time. Then you need to get them to want to listen. Because even if someone just listens, if you're, you're running a music video ad and it pops up on their feed and they listen to it for 10 seconds, that's not all you need to do. And even if that person does see your music video and they love it and they think it's a catchy banger and they love the song, swipe, gone. Now what? Like, it's even if they love it, it's you have to hit them again. And this doesn't necessarily mean you have to have ads all the time if you're an independent artist on a low budget. But meaning like if you know your audience, you have to have content some way. You have to be either active on Twitter. You have to be active on Instagram. You have to be active somewhere because if you're not running ads, you have to do something to get to keep their attention. And, and even what you just said, it's gone, right? So cool. even if they hear you once and they give you a chance once, most likely it's gone and they're not going to be able to find it the same way again. And this is why like, there's a lot of artists that just want to unwrap caviar. They think that will be it. If they get on rap caviar for a day, I'd argue like if you get on rap caviar for a day, you'll get a boost in streams for a day, but you're not going to get many listeners that actually stay or remember who you are or know where to find the song afterwards. Because how many people are actually staring at their phone listening to music or paying attention and not driving or doing anything that they can listen to a song one time, go, I like this song. Let me learn more. Not many people do that. People don't, like, if you think of your own habits, how often do you do it? I agree, Chester. I don't think that people, I think artists often forget that they are human and they have done, they do exactly what they think people don't do. Artists don't think about what they actually do when they listen to music. And artists are actually in a position where they often go looking for new music more than the average person. And you still maybe 10% of the time will you actually stop when you hear a new song and check it out. And be like, who is this? What is this? Have I missed them? It just doesn't happen. The average person doesn't do that. They listen to what they're told to listen to. When it goes away, it goes away. 
So if you're not in front of them multiple times, the odds of them saving your song or the odds of them going to your profile and checking anything else out are slim to none. They just need constant exposure to you and to actually realize, I like this song. I wonder if they have anything else I'll like. And I think, I mean, it happened to me. I remember I was listening to, I think my daily mix on Spotify and a Russ song came on. I went, I like this song. That's weird. I haven't heard this one. I wonder when it came out because I know Russ. And I was like, that's weird. Came out in 2016. This was like a few months ago. (laughs) No idea. I had absolutely no clue. It didn't change how I liked the song. I still liked the song. But ultimately, I had no clue it existed. And the only reason I found out it existed was because of Spotify. And the only reason I clicked to figure out when it came out was because it was Russ. It wasn't some unknown artist that I've never heard. I can only imagine how many songs I've heard on Spotify. Even today, while I was doing work with music in the background, songs I've heard from an unknown artist, probably unsigned, that I'll probably never hear again. Unless something drastically changes and happens that comes back in front of me again. Because I wasn't able to pay attention to what or who it was. I'm sure I liked it if I didn't tell Alexa to go to the next one, but I'm also not going to later today sit down on my couch and try to go backwards and figure out what I was listening to. It's almost impossible because it disappears and it moves on. So if that song, that person doesn't come back in front of me, which could be one of the 10 people listening to this, <laughs> I'm likely <laughs> never going to hear that song again. I want to some guy, hey, man, that was my song. <laughs> One of the things that I wanted that James was talking about that got me thinking was you have to view your audience as like one big bubble kind of. And you have another bubble of awareness and overall awareness because you have people who are aware of you who don't like you and who are not part of your audience but that doesn't mean you can't monetize the awareness think of how many artists are polarizing and half the people love them half the people hate them they love the attention period so don't miss that step but the more buckets like james was saying okay somebody sees an ad Somebody, they might take it upon themselves if they are interested or they say, oh, yeah, I care about this. He was like, oh, well, did you look up the Joyner Lucas ad or did you like click on it? This is a great point right here, right? Because I know Joyner Lucas, know J. Cole. I was like, well, my where I want to look them up right now is Spotify. So some people, the answer to that question is YouTube. It's TikTok. It's Instagram, it's Twitter, it's Reddit maybe, it's they wanna look up your website. This is why, and we're gonna loop this in. Today it's October 4th, 2021, and in five years, if anybody finds this, look it up, you'll see that Facebook and Instagram have been down like all day. If I saw an ad on YouTube, and I was like, oh, this was awesome, and I went to look up an artist, in. It's a Instagram was the place I used to go my go-to anytime I found a song or I saw something on YouTube. I was like, I got to look them up on Instagram so I can follow them. If Instagram's down that day, then I might go, oh shit. Okay. Well, let me go to Spotify. If this artist hypothetically is not on Spotify, gone. And so like you can't just be on you don't necessarily have to be active every single day on every single platform, but you have to be there 
Because if some 18-year-old kid loves your song and in the moment they want to look you up and where they choose to look you up is on TikTok and you're not there, poof, gone. If someone's looking you up and you for some right self-righteous bullshit reason you're only on title and you're not on Spotify and you're not on Apple, then poof, gone. You have to be everywhere. Is McDonald's on every platform or do they pick and choose and say we're only on Twitter? So let's add on to that though. Let's hear some quick, uh, we can end this with some quick advertising tips. Being on every platform is not a (laughs) call to action. I'm not going to click on your ad because you tell me you're on all platforms. (laughs) He passed the gatekeepers. He got on all the streaming platforms. Yeah. Wow. Usually they only get eight out of 10. This guy must be something special. There's number one for me. (laughs) Um, I'll give you three. And I'll give you an example of an ad that actually worked on me the other day. Number two for me is if you run an ad with just your album cover, unless you are Will Smith and Jordan Lucas like they did, I'm not clicking on it. I don't care. I have no connection to that. Unless your album cover is my face, I'm not clicking on that. <laughs> hey, if my, your album cover is my face, <laughs> there's absolutely other problems. Um, probably going to think it's a scam. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, uh, one, two, yeah. Um, my third ad tip will be if your if your ad is <laughs> really it comes down to a, your music video, just the middle of your music video, and it's guy shirtless, girl shirtless, dancing music. If it's eight a.m., I'm not clicking on the ad. <laughs> If you, like, you, I don't it really, if you think <laughs> about it, every ad has a time and place. If you're doing stuff like that, if you're advertising for club music, you probably want to advertise on YouTube weekend, weekend nights, weeknights, like, Hey, look, people are going out. Maybe this will come up on their daily mix shuffle. Like I'm advertising is EDM music. Make your ad something that you can run all the time without thinking twice about it, unless you want to make it a full-time job. If it's you introducing yourself, that's great. Um, an ad that worked the other day for me actually was it was a targeted ad. It was at the city I'm in, and it said, "Hey, I have a show in your city. Here's a sample of my music. Maybe you want to come out and check me out." Great, love it. Cool, you're here. That's amazing. I can find out if I like you right here and decide if I want to go see you and pay you five bucks right now. That's a better ad than anything you'll do, most likely, or anything, maybe even anything you've done. Because what you're doing is giving a call to action, telling me you're nearby, and giving me a chance to listen to music right on the spot. And those things right there make it very simple for me to decide, do I want to check you out? Do I want to listen to more music? Anything like that. Even if you don't have a Mm -hmm. video, you can have a schedule of your tour come up. You can run ads at the tour or even just outside of the tour and tell people you're touring check out your show list and send them to a Spotify playlist with your show list. They don't have to go to the show now, but they can see if they like your music and you can make them feel like they were included on the tour. Maybe they can't go, but now you at least have given people a call to action to give them something they can feel like they're a part of. And it was targeted to them, not just generic. Here's my album cover. Check Mm -hmm. me out. Yep. I'm on all platforms. I'm on all of them. (laughs) All, all of them, them. but mainly all title because it pays me the most. And so you should go pay title so I can get paid more. Yeah. 
The 19 people who listen to Tidal have heard my album. Have you? I'm rich. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think let's wrap it up here with a, like a, su- a summary. Let the first thing I'm going to piggyback off of the situation that James just said. Don't run an ad of your album cover or your music video if you're going after an audience that your first step is to introduce yourself and get me to care. If I'm already a 50 Cent fan and I see a sponsored ad of a new single of just an album cover, I already care. I'm more inclined to click. If it's 28 Cent and I don't know this guy and he's running an album cover with just an ad of his album cover, I don't care. I don't know him. I'm not clicking. I don't care how dope the album cover is. I don't care how sweet the snippet is. If I don't care about this person already, I'm not clicking. I think the best way, really the ad that James was talking about that worked on him, the artist introduced himself and gave him a clear call to action. I think artists in our audience who are listening to this are miss 